Ogumbawale for the win. Hello and welcome to Lockdown Women's Basketball. I'm your host, Howard McDowell, reminding you you can follow us on Twitter at LockdownWVB. Make sure you are following and listening to all of our incredible hosts, whether it's Dave Ibrahim, Eric Ayala, you name it. We've got you covered when it comes to women's basketball every single day. And I am proud to talk about our new sponsor and our new sponsor, betonline.ag. Make sure that betting on your league, team, or sport of choice doesn't have to be a a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast and plenty of features here at Locked on Women's Basketball in the months to come. As I understand it, there are going to be some women's basketball lines coming up as well, and we're going to be able to break that down. And that is not just frivolous. Gina Wariema, I remember this back in 2017, talked about that women's basketball will not achieve the equality that it needs unless and until people are betting on women's sports the way they bet on men's sports. And so making sure that you have the opportunity, the capacity to do so, and that that is something that is widespread is a significant part of our future. Lockdown Women's Basketball is also brought to you by Built Go. Built Go, easy to take 1.5 ounce packages, three delicious flavors, peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut and chocolate mint. I can tell you that no figure less important than my mom, so a very important figure, has the built go and has talked about how they help her to break through her wall. Going into 2021, be like my mom, make sure you're consuming built go. You can use the promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. I've got a couple of important conversations to share with you. The first one is with Kelly Harper, head coach at University of Tennessee, and I'm really intrigued by what Kelly is building. Kelly is taking over, obviously, a program that is as storied as any in the history of the sport. She's doing so in the wake of Holly Warlick uh, being let go and trying to if not resurrect what Pat Summit had built, because I think that's impossible for a lot of reasons. A lot of reasons, not least of which, Pat Summit built that program during a time when there were fewer big-time programs, when there was less money being invested in women's basketball, when the talent pool was not as deep. And so you couldn't necessarily get a game-changing player every single year. You certainly didn't have enough to go around so that you could have a Paige Beckers at UConn, you could have a Caitlin Clark at Iowa, and you'd have a Hallie Van Lith at Louisville, all making their debuts this year. So it's an interesting challenge, but it's something that she comes to with some talent that she inherited. Renaya Davis, obviously, first among that list of people, and a program that she's able to build in her own image as well, which is a feisty, super smart point guard turned head coach. Certainly a type in the game of basketball. So we spoke to Kelly Harper as part of a group of reporters who did so. And then we're going to let you listen to Taylor Marchell, 
Taylor Mitzel was a terrific shooter at Maryland for the first two years of her career, 40% from three, just a terrific playmaker. She transferred to Oregon, and she just is putting up video game numbers so far. So she entered the game against Oregon State last week, and Oregon State is, you know, a legit defensive juggernaut. Scott Ruick has built his program on defense. She was coming in shooting 59% from three. She shot five for eight from three against Oregon State. She's up to 60% for the year. Taylor Mitzel is just a dangerous team. I wrote about Oregon over at 538 this week, but my God, my God, that team is good. That team may be better, better than the team that just graduated Sabrina Ionescu, Ruthie Hebert, Satu Sabali. Three first-round picks in the WNBA draft this past year. So we're going to get some insight from Taylor. You're going to hear from Kelly Harper. It's a fascinating week rolling on. It's a weird year in college basketball, much like the rest of the world. Every single day, a game gets canceled. I mean, every hour I, I get these emails. Games get rescheduled on the fly. Indiana, Tennessee, which turned into a real slugfest on Thursday, was three days in the making. It's just a fascinating time to be alive. I'm thankful to be alive. I'm thankful for all of you who are, I hope, safe and sound and listening to what we're doing. But it is a really fascinating time to try to plan events on the fly and build a team. The only one who doesn't seem to be struggling with a specific area is Taylor Mitzel shooting threes. So, here's Kelly Harper, Tennessee. Taylor Mitzel, star guard at University of Oregon. Enjoy. Hope you're all having a wonderful holiday season. Howard Meddahl, Locked On Women's Basketball. Indiana game, y'all were talking about it before the cancellation in Texas, so I mean, how did it come about, and how fortuitous did that end up being that you could get a game on uh, Thursday? Well, at the at the beginning of the season, when we, um, when we put our schedule out publicly, we knew we were still one game short of a full schedule, so we knew that we could, we could uh, add a game during the season. Uh, this was the week we wanted to try to add it. Um, you know, we, we had a game there that Stanford was not able to come and play. So, you know, we wanted a, a, a really good opponent there and just very fortunate that Indiana had an opening at the same time. We were able to get with them, communicate that, and uh, make this happen. Thanks for doing this, Kelly. appreciate your time. Uh, curious, in a situation like this, how do you go about scouting when it's such a quick turnaround, late addition? Like, what's that process been like for you? Well, we've uh, my, my staff does a great job. I mean, we can turn around a scout pretty quickly, and um, you know, we understand you got to be flexible. We, you know, you, you may be adding the game quickly. Um, we've. In, in talks uh, of trying to get this Indiana game, we had trying to figure out who who were options for us. So we had um, we had video ready to go for a couple different opponents, just in case 
uh, this game didn't fall through. But um, again, we we were able to get this for on our end um, quick enough that we could uh, we could get a scout turnaround. And just to that end, in general, obviously this is what's happening throughout the country. Who do you think benefits from that? Offensive end, defensive end, like what? What do you think changes in general when those types of things uh, are affecting the way you're able to prepare? Well, I don't, I don't really know if I could pick offensive end or defensive end. I think the teams that are veteran, mature, and and stable, I think these, those are the teams that benefit from this year. I, I think they. They're able to uh, play through adversity better. They're able to pivot um, short notice. They're able to, um, you know, change their focus in a short period of time, not get frustrated, and, and move forward. Thank you. Coach, everyone knew, of course, that COVID-19 was going to affect schedules, but there's having a game canceled, and then there's having a game canceled 90 minutes before tip-off. How how is the team? I mean, that had to be a letdown, the staff and the team. But how have you guys bounced back? I mean, after flying all the way out there and then just turning around, and having to come home. I, I tell you what, Maria, it was it was actually a pretty pretty big blow, to be honest with you. Um, you know, we're players are getting taped, uh, coaching staff. We're all getting ready to. You know, I think we were less than an hour from departing to the gym before we when we found out. Um, that was that was tough. You, you know, you're sitting. We're sitting on go. I mean, we're we're getting ready. You build up. You do everything leading up to game time. So you're getting ready to peak for game time, and then that doesn't happen. That was a, that's a big blow. Uh, now, on the flip side, we're all healthy. You know, we we had a safe trip out there. We had a safe trip back. So you know, at, at times like these, it's it's easy to. Uh, to really dial in and, and look at that one little thing, but but I think it's important that we look big picture and realize that we're okay and uh, just part of what we got to do. And you know, coming home, it was a little honestly, it was a little somber coming home. Uh, the trip was a little quiet, and uh, you know, next day practice, we just had to, or the next practice we had, we had to get them geared back up. You know, all right, hey, this is part of it. But that's in the past. We're moving forward. Um, we have to have to attack what's in front of us. So I think I think it's important that we try to remember the big picture in these moments. <clears throat> Questions about Tennessee's upcoming games this week against Indiana and Jackson State, please. Maria? So it's kind of, I'll ask kind of a double question. Number one, the challenge of Indiana. That's, that's an outstanding team and what, what you guys are facing there in Bloomington. And then if we can jump ahead to Jackson State, I was looking at their roster. They've got nine seniors. That, that, they got, that's a veteran team, and they seem to have joined the SEC. They play Mississippi State. They're going to play Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They're going to play Ole Miss. Just kind of break down both of these upcoming opponents. Well, we'll start with Indiana. Um, they are really good. Uh, I mean, just an excellent basketball team. And they don't do anything tricky. There's no gimmick to it. They line up, guard you. They line up and score against you. Uh, they're, they have a, a balanced attack. They have um, solid play. They're intelligent, uh, very physical, and very intense. Uh, uh, Coach Moore has done an excellent job at, at Indiana. I've had my 
prior stop at Missouri State, we were able to play Indiana. Um, so I, I, I understood what this team's all about. She's done a great job there. They're going to be a, a difficult opponent for our team, but it's a great opportunity. I mean, a great opportunity to go up there and, and play against this type of basketball team. So that's the way we're approaching it, getting our, our players as prepared as possible. Uh, and then in terms of Jackson State, uh, I, I haven't turned my attention to them as of yet, but I know they're going to come in here competitive and, and, and ready to win. Uh, I, know, I know that. I think that's the game that coaches look at every year, the game right before Christmas. You want to make sure they don't go on Christmas break before that game. They go on Christmas break after that game. So once we get, um, once we get through our Indiana game and, um, have some opportunities, to, to practice back here, we'll, we'll discuss that and make sure we get our players focused for that last game. Just wondering specific to Indiana, uh, Kelly, the, the fact that it's not just a backcourt that uh, excels when it comes to Grace and Allie, but they do it with size as well, just the particulars of that challenge and how you how you tend to address that at the defensive end. Well, I think – in terms of our defense, uh, you know, the, it, it's hard to take one person out. It's hard to double team somebody because they're just so solid across the board. You know, they have a lot of people that can do things with the basketball. They they can really get to the paint. I think their guards play downhill. They make good decisions going downhill. They can score off the jumper. Uh, I, I think that's uh, – I think that's one of their strengths, but you know you can't sit in the paint because they can knock down some threes as well. You can't uh, can't help off post players. They can shoot, and they can score. Obviously, the leading scorer right now is post player. So they again they they've just got great balance. I think it's just a challenge for us because there's not a lot of uh, gimmicks, there's not a lot of trickiness that you can do. You just literally have to line up to guard. You you just have to guard. It's got to be important to you. Look, I know there's a – Tess Darby, of course, has a teammate up in Indiana, and uh, Chloe, more, more McNeil. Uh, Brianna Bass, of course, is the director of operations up there, former Lady Bob. It, it's, this may be a premature question, but you have talked about wanting to beef up the schedule. Could, could Indiana perhaps become become a series with, with Tennessee, Indiana, or does this just fill a spot right now? Well, it's something we'll we'll talk about. I, I uh, probably working on a home and home with them now due to this year, and then get them back down here next year. Um, you know, and we'll see after that. I, I mean, this year <laughs> things are things are just so um, uh, different this year. I think you know you've got to get through this year and then process in the years in the future. One final question for Maria. Coach, you know it's my standard question. Uh, what do you when you what are you gonna do with the starting lineup uh, Thursday? Any changes to it, or you don't know yet, or any any kind of plan there? Yeah, we you know we had talked about some things even before our Texas game, so we'll go into uh, to practice today and um, kind of make that decision coming out of practice. Uh, you know, for me again, the starting lineup. Yeah, I know it's a big deal to, to a lot of people. It's not to me. I think more importantly for us, we've got to get our team ready to play. And that's more than just five kids. I mean, that's got to be we, – we've got to be able to play uh, uh, 
our bench up in Indiana to give us an opportunity. The reason I keep asking you is people keep asking me. So well, I'm like, okay. I know. It's a big deal to a lot of people. Yeah, I'll ask Kelly, and then uh, we'll see what happens. Thank you. Right. Howard, I saw your hand go up. Howard, question, please. I, I appreciate it. Uh, Kelly, just with Renaya's shooting from uh, beyond the arc, obviously, she, you know, she's historically been about a 35% three-point shooter. Uh, that number's way down in what's obviously a small sample size. But uh, two parts to it. One is how do you know um, what needs correcting? And then also, is there an added concern of her getting gun-shy about it um, you know, which obviously presents its own issues in terms of your spacing and things you like to do with the offensive end? That's a great question. I think um, I don't – I personally don't have a concern about her going out and knocking down shots. I feel like the next game, whatever game we go out and play, I feel like she's going to make baskets. I, I just think that's um, how much confidence we have in her. Um, understand that it's she still may – not shoot great the next game. I, I don't know when that's going to happen, but I feel like it's going to be the next game. I think mm-hmm. our our concern has to be that she can play through it. Is she, you know, that's going to be uh, the greater concern. I don't concern myself with what she's doing because it's going to be fine. Uh, I great confidence there, uh, but we've got to continue to help her uh, feel good about taking those shots because our team needs her to. Thank you. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, guys. Y'all have a great week. We're going to take a couple questions. We're going to begin with Eric Skilfold, 247 Sports. Taylor, it seemed like the first quarter in particular, first half, mm-hmm. five threes, you really had it going. And it seems like every other couple games where you have one, other, everything goes in. Kind of what was the mentality coming into this one? Um, I mean, Kitchen kind of touched on it, um, just the rivalry that this is. And, you know, we came out mentally prepared and, they started in the books, and my teammates were finding me. Uh, and they were going in, so I was going to keep shooting. Howard Magdell, 537. 537, 538. Nice. Taylor, uh, congratulations on the game. You're obviously no stranger to making threes an elevated rate. It's something you did at Maryland. I watched you do it in College Park. But you came into tonight shooting 59% from three, and your number went up because you, you just made five of eight. And I'm wondering, are you getting – Better looks, even because of the depth and the versatility of this offense. What, what do you, uh, what? How do you account for the level of shooting that you have managed to reach here at Oregon? Definitely, I think that it speaks to our depth and just the fact that every single person on our team can shoot the ball. You have to, to guard everybody. Um, honestly, you have to put a hand up. You have to guard them. So uh, it leaves less time to be focused on just one person. They're uh, job finding me like they always do. Thank you. Got time for a couple more, so they can get on the road. James Crepia, the Oregonian. Taylor, you've been a part of rivalries, obviously, throughout your career. Everybody always is. But in learning about this one, what does it mean to you that, I mean, you just were in your first appearance, just dealt them one of their worst losses in 10 years. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that adds a chapter to a rivalry and the first time that you're playing in it. Definitely. Um, this is probably the first, like, real rivalry game that I've had in college. We didn't really have one uh, in so just coming in here and, and knowing the, the heights of this, this game uh, is awesome. Just, I think we came out prepared, all of us. We were, we were amped up from the start, and, and you could see that just how we opened up the game. Eric Scopel, 247 Sports. Kelly, you hit big shots, but Tahina, as a true freshman, in her first rivalry game, her first kind of big road game, I guess no fans, same thing. What did you see from her, her ability to get the tough shots? It seems like 
anytime she finds opening, she gets it off quick. She's been doing that every day in practice, so definitely not shocked about that. Um, but she's super confident, and, and we need that from a point guard. Uh, she's really poised down the stretch, and um, she knows how to get other people's shots and when to shoot the shot herself. So uh, it's big just having her uh, for myself and obviously for our team. And last one, back to Howard. Taylor, just what does it mean to be in a system that is as free-flowing as this? And do you feel like uh, the extent to which Kelly kind of lets you guys find your shots uh, contributes to the level of confidence that all of you have taking them? It's, it's amazing. You know that uh, the confidence is coming from the coaching staff as well, so it just gives you uh, more confidence to go out there and take the shots you practice a thousand times. Uh, and just all the things you work on, just being able to use them in a game is, is definitely something that's, that's on the court and just doesn't allow any extra mental block when you're out there. All right, Taylor, thanks very much. Well, thank you. Sasha, say your shoulders back.